0: Welcome to the new season of the Calgary Folk Music Festival podcast series. I am Johanna Schwartz, the Marketing and Communications Director at the Calgary Folk Fest. I hope you're tuning in for these and you've heard our podcast before. You might know what a little bit to expect. We like to talk about what's going on at the festival. We like to expose you to some new artists. So since we last spoke, uh, an awful lot of stuff has gone down. As you may know, the Folk Festival is now in full stream in terms of marketing it to the world and selling tickets to all of you good folks. Uh, There are still tickets available to all of the days of the festival, including the amazingly priced four-day passes, but they are going at a rapid rate, so I encourage you to scoop those up. So if you have not yet familiarized yourself with the lineup for the Calgary Folk Fest, you've got to check out our website, calgaryfolkfest.com. We've got 68 artists from around the globe and around the corner, a great bevy of local groups and um, some really amazing new artists coming to our town and some old favorites. Too, So the purpose of this is to familiarize you with some artists you may not be aware of. And to do that, I have brought in one of my favorite uh, musical um, dudes, Mr. Eric Rosenbaum, who uh, <laughs> has a, uh, a great uh, uh, blog, if you haven't checked it out, called musicalimmigrant.blogspot.ca. I can't believe you're not on Tumblr. You're
1: old school. That's um, <laughs> Tumblr is pictures. Oh yeah, I guess that's true. Uh, I will uh, not
0: hold it against you. <laughs>
1: I, I like words <laughs> and sounds and yes, yeah, I I um, of course blog um, uh, videos as well because that seems to be the, so, the most efficient way to get music onto the. It is, onto the isn't blog? it? Yeah,
0: yeah. It's the only way my kids listen to music now with YouTube videos. It's very, very weird.
1: Well, okay, but but YouTube videos of the picture of the record yeah. and the song yeah. behind it. They, yeah. There's those too, which are, those kind of baffle me. And but. the
0: lyrics ones. That would have solved a lot of bare knuckle fights I had as a kid arguing over ABBA lyrics. If there only we had go. access to that. <laughs> so so Eric, I've uh, I've tasked him um, to come up with a couple um, artists that he wants to share with the world. Uh, we're going to start with the magnificent Charles Bradley.
1: Absolutely. This uh, fellow's got a voice. Well, the first thing when I first heard Charles Bradley, I, I thought of Al Green, and I thought, why haven't I heard about this fellow before? Um, and how I found out about him was on a, my a subscription, an online subscription, a music subscription service that I... Uh, subscribe to emusic.com which is kind of the anti iTunes it's mostly indie it's some of the best and and frankly some of the worst music you'll ever hear and you have to go digging through it to find the the good stuff but there's great stuff at emusic and what they have is a lot of Dap Tone Records love uh, music well and I do too and when I first discovered when I say discovered I mean personal discover personal discovery of Sharon Jones and the Dap Kings Uh, I dove into emusic.com and found anything by Daptone Records I could find. For people that don't know, Daptone does... um uh, Neo-Soul, 60s and 70s r and a lot of the records on that record label sound like they could have been recorded in 1972, 1968, uh, Stacks, Volt, that kind mm-hmm. of thing. And in fact, the other thing, discovery for me, and this was a number of years ago, was uh, the Dap Kings w- were the um, backup band to Amy Winehouse, uh, her first record, which was um, uh, an amazing record. Anyways, so... Uh, Fast forward to Charles Bradley. So I I see this name and it's this, uh, looks like a soul singer, a black fellow, and it's Daptone Records. So I hit the download button and I call it up. And here's this voice. The only person I can compare him to and you'll hear in a minute is Al Green. Mm -hmm. And I dug into his story and here's this fellow who tried to get into the music business in the Late 60s, 70s, never had any luck, became a cook for most of his life. He's now in his 60s, put out his very first record, and it's this one called No Time for Dreaming. And Charles Bradley, what a voice! And he's coming to the Folk Festival.
0: That is, uh, yeah, and I'm super excited about him. He'll be playing on the uh, Thursday night of the main stage. He's going to tear up the field. I love that about the Daptone Records is that it harkens back to the days when labels meant something, where you could pick a label, find an artist you like, and know that basically everyone else that's sitting on there is going to be a musical discovery. That uh, that seems to be gone now in sort of fragmented internet world and lots of you know less uh, support from the uh, standard music industry. But that used to be one of the best ways before the internet to find out about other artists. Grab that catalog, send, send money in the mail, get it, and uh, start ordering stuff.
1: Here's a question for you. Are, are, is Betty LeVette and, and uh, Charles Bradley playing any stages together? Oh, I hope they are. Because if they are, I will be in the front seat. There's no doubt about it.
0: Well, exactly. I know Betty LeVette will be definitely doing some workshops and I think we got Charles doing some too. So let's hope for that. So why don't we experience the wonder of Charles Bradley. This is The World is Going Up in Flames from the album No Time for Dreaming. So that was Charles Bradley with The World is Going Up in Flames. And as I mentioned, you can catch him on the Thursday night main stage, July 26th at the Calgary Folk Fest at Prince's Island Park. You're listening to the Calgary Folk Music Festival podcast, episode one of our new season. Uh, I've got Eric Rosenbaum here with me. Um, I encourage you to follow this guy on Twitter at at @musicbomb. He is pretty funny and (laughs) prolific as all get out. Uh, But he won't clog up your feet, I
1: promise, with a bunch of retweets. I I try not to. And (laughs) I do. I retweet. We... And I and I retweet because I care because you care exactly a- and I quite often retweet the Calgary Folk Music Festival tweets because well because I, I we care can,
0: thank you for that <laughs> <laughs> all right so the next artist you brought to the table is really close to my heart so I'm really excited about having a conversation about Mister Junior Brown.
1: Well, I'll tell you, this one was the big excitement for me, and I'm extremely jealous of you because of something you told me before we stepped in front of these microphones. Junior Brown was on my bucket list. I've never seen him, and when I saw that he was playing the Folk Festival, I got extremely excited. And now you tell me you used to go see him every week? Oh, yeah, you know, every
0: Saturday night, just on down to the Continental Club in Austin in the mid-'90s and see what was up. Sometimes, you know, David Byrne would walk in and Joan and my stage or something like whatever it was just something you did back
1: then that's fine but Junior Brown (laughs) Junior Brown is amazing and I've I've talked to a lot of people about the folk festival and told them how excited I am about him and some of them go yeah me too and some of them look at me blankly like who the hell is Junior Brown well Junior Brown plays a style of country music that was in vogue Uh, maybe that's the wrong word but it was it was around in the early 60s And he plays it for keeps. He plays it for real. It's twangy. He's got this. I don't know with the exact word. I think it's a baritone voice. I would say very low voice. And I've been reading up a little bit about him. And it turns out Ernest Tubb was one of his big influences. And I called up, God love YouTube, I called up an old Ernest Tubb uh, tune and uh, saw Ernest Tubb. And now I can understand why mm-hmm. that is. That sort of singing about honky tonk, singing about crying in your beer and cheating and being cheated on. And that's his his kind of his thing. Oof. Yeah. and he And he's always wearing a suit and always wearing a cowboy hat. And um, and I looked about looked up his wife because his what and I, his wife is in the band. Mm-hmm. He had this woman playing guitar, and I found out she's his wife. Or may not be his wife. I'm not sure it's if the kinda, rumors
0: are if he's still with her or not. I believe she's coming to the festival with Junior Brown. Okay, there we go. the uh, The fabric of the of their relationship is still together.
1: Whew. We almost to we it. almost started a rumor that's not true. <laughs> Anyways, they cut quite a. They make quite an impression. He's in his wearing his suit, wearing his cowboy hat. She's playing the biggest. Friggin' rhythm guitar I've ever seen in my life, and there's this bass player probably standing in the back. You don't ever kind of make an impression. He doesn't. He doesn't. No really offense make to him, an, but you know, yeah. With yeah, well, the standing bass player, the drummer, pre- you just see her with her big guitar and her maybe a bouffant hairdo, and him playing playing his get steel, and that's a whole other story. He plays this contraption, and he's the only one that is half a Telecaster-style guitar and half. A lap steel guitar, and he moves back and forth from one to the other, and he plays like friggin' Hendrix. He, like guitar nerds, drool and will be following him all over Prince's Island Park. Um, I'm just excited, like you can't believe, to see Junior Brown.
0: Well, I am really looking forward to it, too. He'll be playing on the Saturday night on the main stage. Uh, We won't have any Scheinerbach beer to drink in the beer garden, so you won't get that full Austin feel, but it'll be close enough, close enough. Um, What I love about Junior Brown, too, is his uh, kind of the comedic... Realm that he brings to his songs as well. I mean, he's got almost some 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 real goofball lyrics sometimes too. Well,
1: there is a tongue in cheek. It's yeah. a little bit like he's kind of a parody, kind of a retro, but he plays it dead straight too, yeah. which is kind of. I mean, the humor is sort of the subtext mm-hmm. of this, but there's nothing funny about the playing. Agreed. Virtuoso, Vir, he's a virtuoso. It's amazing. He is a guitar monster. He is a guitar monster, and the songs are great. And don't if you don't if. you're not a big country fan don't let it scare you just go with an open mind because it's really really great music and this is my favorite song
0: highway patrol by junior brown
2: i got a star on my car and one on my chest a gun on my hip and the right to arrest I'm a guy who's a boss on this highway So watch out what you're doing when you're driving my way If you break the law, you'll hear from me I know I'm working for the state I'm a highway patrol Well, you know me when you see me Cause my door's painted white With my siren screaming and my flashing red light I work all day and I work all night to keep a law and order Trying to do what's right If I write you out a ticket Then you better drive slow I'm just a-doing my job On the highway patrol I'm a highway patrol A highway patrol My hours are long And my pay is low But I'll do my best To keep you driving slow I'm just a-doing my job I'm a highway patrol driving too fast like you shouldn't do you can bet your boots i'm coming after you if you want to race then get on a race track cause if you try to run away i'm gonna bring you back i'm here to keep all the speeders driving slow i'm just doing my job on the highway patrol patrol, a highway patrol. My hours are long and my pay is low, but I'll do my best to keep you driving slow. I'm just a doing my job. I'm the highway patrol. I'm just a doing my job. I'm the highway. Patrol.
0: And that was Highway Patrol by Junior Brown. I love that song. I'm really glad that was one of the ones you picked.
1: Oh, I just, the black car, the white doors, the big cherry on top. It's like out of, and it's in black and white, right? It's that, it just, every every Junior Brown song is in black and white, I, I'm convinced.
0: That's really interesting. Yeah. I think I would agree with yeah, you. That's true. So uh, if you want more in- amazing thoughts like that, you've got to follow Eric on Twitter. He is at Music Bomb, that's M-U-S-I-C-B-A-U-M. And make sure you check out his blog, musicalimmigrant.blogspot.ca. Eric, thank you so much for coming in and sharing some of your interests. And uh, I can't wait to have you back for another podcast
1: this is more fun than you can imagine awesome so
0: again i'm johanna from the calgary folk festival i want to thank you for tuning in thank you very much to cjsw for their help and let's listen to a little bit more of junior brown's guitar virtuosity and uh, close it up with a little bit of a song called i hung it up mm-hmm.
2: Smoke <laughs> used to be a troublemaker and it ain't no joke I hung it up, I hung it up Well, I hung it up, baby, goes i I'm getting hung up on you I got some telephone calls from a gal or two I hung it right up, goes I wanna talk to you I hung it up Well, I hung up the phone goes i I'm getting hung up on you picture book, cut it on my wall so I can always take a look. I hung it up. When I hung up your picture, because I'm getting hung up on you. I took out my car for a Sunday drive, ran to through a fence watching you walk by. I hung it up. I hung it up. I hung up the car, because I'm getting hung up on you. Hung it up I Hung it up, baby, because I'm getting hung up on you. listening to a CJSW podcast. For this and more great podcast initiatives, go to cjsw.com slash podcasts. And for more information about the Calgary Folk Music Festival, go to www.calgaryfolkfest.com.